amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Mitch Lightfoot, our man. Baskets over your shoulder. Waste management deal. A Mitch Lightfoot haiku. That's for you, Dick underscore Taser, as promised. Uh, Should we, Landon, should we make you do that every round they advance? Please no. Okay. But sure, if he he scores 10 points in a tournament game against someone not named Texas Southern or Texas A&M Corpus Christi, sure. No, that counts. 10 points counts. 10 points is 10 points against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll do it. What if if he scores 10 and they win by three? Like, it it matters. They're tournament buckets. It's true. I'll give you that. If he scores double digits in the tournament, I'll do it again. We were were challenged to open a show with a Mitch Haiku because we've been... Kind of, kind of having the egg on our face with Mitch Lightfoot in the last few shows, and good, good for Landon for following through. But welcome to the Inside the Paint Bracket Challenge Preview Show. If you ha- don't know how this is going to work by now, we will not be discussing Kansas's win over Texas Tech. We will not be discussing other games, and we won't be doing Ask RCB questions because that was on the last show. Go listen to it. This is going to be all about the NCAA tournament. We're going to go through our picks. Before that, we're going to go through Kansas's region and give a breakdown of what we think about the Jayhawks' chances to make it out of the Midwest bracket are. And then we're going to go game by game, region by region, and give you our picks so you can compete your picks against ours in the bracket challenge. I want to open up this show by saying, if you haven't yet joined the Rock Chalk Blog bracket challenge, do so now at twitter.com slash rockchalkblog. It is the pinned tweet. You don't have to have a Twitter account. You can go to that website and click the link without an account. So do that. Take five minutes. Set up your picks in ESPN and join the Rock Chalk Blog pool. You can also find it by using the Tournament Challenge app or going to the website and hitting search for pool. Look up Rock Chalk Blog pool because that's us. It's going to be a lot of fun. The winner gets a date with Landon. This is Inside the Paint, and I am Ryan Landry. I am Landon Fields. Big big prize on the line. And I'm Nick Whiteford. What if Nick wins? I'll go and you Nick, guys, sure. Why not? You, <laughs> We're going you to guys, slaps. <laughs> you guys can go to Gates, and I'll pay for it. That's Nick a horrible day. You have to. Do you have to go back to Gates? That's that's so wrong. Have fun yeah, paid that's... $78 for someone at the cashier to yell at you for under par, <laughs> under par ribs. Yeah, well, we're also gonna wonder bread for a a supposed toast that's just white bread without anything else on it other than ribs. Hey, you may want to down sour and bitter tasting foods and drinks after we see how this tournament ends for Kansas. We'll have to see. Uh, But yes, welcome to the Bracket Challenge show. We're gonna talk all about the NCAA tournament. Let's blow an air horn and we'll get to work discussing the Midwest region. All right, so we'll take a few minutes here and kind of assess the Jayhawks' draw, how we think the Big 12 will do, how we think the committee did. But obviously, if you live on this planet, you know by now, we have a bracket. It is the first real, and I put real in quotes because we had one last year, but it really feels like the first real tournament we've had since 2019. The Kansas Jayhawks being given the number one seed in the Midwest region. They're the number three overall seed. And I want to open up by asking this. How do we think Kansas did with their draw? You look at their bracket. They're the one. The two is Auburn. The three is Wisconsin. Four and five are Providence and Iowa. If Kansas gets a chalk path to the final four, they would play eight San Diego State, four Providence, and two Auburn. How do you think Kansas did with their draw? I laughed out loud when Creighton popped up on the screen for for the reasons that we have talked about. I also laughed when Iowa showed up. Otherwise, I, I, I think this is a fairly decent draw for the Jayhawks. All things considered, no draw can be truly easy, but I can live with this. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I, it's not the best and it's not the worst. Uh, we'll talk about 
the West. The West is the by far the easiest bracket, and the East is by far the most of the gauntlet, I believe. But this one, I think Kansas got a favorable draw. My opinion is that the other side of the bracket, outside of the first two rounds, is very soft uh, for a two and a three seed. Uh, but I do think Kansas got one of the harder uh, five seeds. Obviously, Iowa, I think he's underseeded by a little bit. Obviously, got an eight and a nine seed, who are some of the be- the better teams as of late. And you know, looking at Providence, I think that that's a, a four seed that that may be a little bit over overseeded and overrated at this point. Um, so you got can have a little bit of both. Um, but I think if Kansas gets later into the rounds, I think that their their draw becomes more favorable. But in the immediate future, I think that they're going to have a tough task to get to the. Uh, Round of 32, Sweet 16, and beyond. See, that's interesting. It's all in perspective, I guess, because the NCAA Selection Committee has Auburn as the first two seed and Wisconsin as the first three seed. And Nick says that he thinks it's a pretty easy path if they get there, considering how twos and threes are. And I would agree with that. Auburn was the two seed that we were hoping to get. We didn't want to see them get Kentucky. I didn't want to see them get Duke. And we damn sure didn't want to see them get Villanova after what happened last few years. Spare me the people in the mentions who say Kansas matched up well with them. I will never in my life root for that matchup to happen again. So we were okay with Auburn because they weren't Kentucky. And we're all okay with Wisconsin. I think we'd much prefer having Wisconsin as the three over teams like Purdue and Tennessee. And maybe even Texas Tech. So it's interesting that those were the hardest two and threes according to the committee. And whereas Iowa was a middling five seed, we think that's a very tough matchup. So it's interesting. I think Kansas did all right. Jesse Newell worded it really well. He did a great job breaking down some of the opponents in their in their region. Go check that out um, if you haven't seen that yet. And he said if if the thing that concerns you the most is your 8-9 draw, then you got a pretty good draw. And I think that's true because the 8-9 game is tough. And Iowa, we all have mixed opinions on it. But we all are pretty happy about the second and third uh, seeds that may sit there whenever they get to the Elite Eight. And that's the matchup that you should be the most concerned about. So yeah, it's pretty interesting that that we all have different opinions. Uh, what do you think is potentially, if you're told right now, predict the round that Kansas has the most trouble with? What is it? I will 16. go. Uh, I'll go lead eight. All right. Spoilers, I guess. N- uh, Nick, I already said sweet sixteen. So I think that I think Sweet 16 is the answer, and historically that's been around that Bill Self's been great at. And you know if they played an Iowa or a Providence, I think he'd have a coaching advantage with five days in advance as well. But um, if you're looking at uh, at what round you think they'll have the most problems with, Elite Eight has to be the answer because they're playing a really good team on the other end of that. I mean Auburn and and Wisconsin have both taken time in the top five this year. Auburn was one for a while, so it's not going to be easy, but you never expect it to be. Um, Which number one seed, in your opinion, got the easiest path? Gonzaga. Why is Gonzaga's path? Yeah, why is Gonzaga's path softer than Kansas's? I look at uh, their immediate path. Uh, Obviously, Boise State and Memphis. Memphis has been a team hot of late, but I look at UConn and New Mexico State. That's not really much of a competition. Arkansas has fallen flat on their face after a huge win streak. Vermont's an underrated underrated mid-major, but I don't think they're going to get as far enough to even play. Oh, wait, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I don't think Vermont's going to beat Gonzaga. Um, so, you know, Texas Tech, I think that they're really good as well, too, as the three seed. Uh, Duke is, but both those teams, I think, are at risk of losing in earlier rounds. Uh, you know, potentially uh, Texas Tech might fall flat after the Kansas loss uh, with offensive troubles like you saw against Oklahoma. So I think the Gonzaga at least comes to, comes to offensive firepower, which you have to have offensive firepower to beat any Gonzaga team. I don't, I'm not confident in any of the other teams in their region to have the offensive firepower to combat Gonzaga. I think teams like Iowa, which are in Kansas' bracket, do. Villanova, not in Gonzaga's region. Um, and I, I think that that's going to be advantage for the Zags. See, but here's the thing. I think Gonzaga has a tougher three seed. Texas Tech's tougher than Wisconsin. I think Gonzaga has a tougher four seed. I think Arkansas is better than Providence. And the two seed is a total toss-up. Auburn and Duke feel about the same. 
I think that Gonzaga's region is actually a little tougher than Kansas's. And this is going to come back and bite me in the in the butt whenever I have Curb Your Enthusiasm music playing in the background in a couple weeks. But I think Kansas actually got the easiest path of any of the one seeds. I understand that the San Diego State Creighton matchup is scary, and Iowa is a, is a big name right now, but neither one of us is that concerned about the two or the three, and neither one of us is concerned about, about the four at all. Landon, I don't understand. I think that Kansas's Midwest is actually softer than Gonzaga's. I it's close. I I don't think either one is especially harrowing. Um, I actually think Baylor's uh, immediate road is not too difficult. North Carolina is scary. Uh, I think Baylor should be better than them. Uh, and especially when you look at the four five, like I don't think anyone out of that group of the St. Marys, either Wyoming, Indiana, UCLA, or Akron. Um, are all that intimidating? I think I think Baylor, as long as they can get out of the first weekend very well, can find themselves in the Elite Eight. All right, now let's switch around the question. Who got the hardest draw? Nick, you've been adamant that this is the East, which Landon just said actually isn't as daunting as people think. It, Do you it's think the, that east the East or the South. Okay, I think it's the South, and I don't think it's close. Comparing those regions, Baylor is a weaker one seed than Arizona, so the South instant bullet there Villanova I think is better than Kentucky at least they're they're seen as going in on a higher note right now Tennessee is unquestionably a tougher three seed than Purdue Illinois is a tougher four seed than UCLA and Houston is a tougher five seed than St. Mary's I think the South is easily the toughest of the brackets Landon what do you think yeah I totally agree South is very difficult I mean the South has how many teams in the top 10 of Ken Palm at least five and yeah, I don't know where, brutal. like, that's that's a terrible draw for Arizona, who is going to have some geography advantage, but they're also going to have to deal with some really difficult matchups. Which leads me to the next question. How do you think the committee did seeding the bracket? We think that there are two soft regions and two pretty hard regions, so that would lead me to think that we think they didn't do great. I think they did okay. I think their bubble teams were bad. I think they seeded uh, it all right. Yeah. Yeah, their bubble yeah. teams were the really seating, bad. The seating was, was decent, but the, the, the at-large bids were a mistake. Tennessee should not have been seated below Duke. And also, if we're on that angle, Purdue probably shouldn't have been seated below Duke either. And Texas Tech, sure as hell, should not have been seated below Duke. Duke should have been a low three seed. But parting gift to Mike Krzyzewski on his way out. His loss will come, and it will be funny. Um, Landon, where did they get it wrong with bubble teams? Texas A&M. Should have been in over Notre Dame, should have been in over Wyoming, should have been in over Rutgers. No, not Rutgers. Maybe not Rutgers, but the other three. I guess what I don't understand with Texas A&M, how are you putting Texas A&M out, but you're putting Notre Dame in? Yeah, Texas Texas A&M had more noteworthy wins that last week than Notre Dame did all year. Michigan has 14 losses. Yeah, exactly. They had more wins. They had more quality wins. I'm not going to cry tears about Oklahoma getting left out. They lost too many. They had 15 losses. Yeah, they had plenty of chances, too. They lost to Texas in overtime. They lost to Kansas twice by a combined five points. They lost to Texas Tech in the very end in Kansas City. Any of those flipped into wins, and you're in the tournament. Probably, you're probably off the first four uh, games if you win one of those games, especially if it's the Kansas one. So I'm not going to cry over Oklahoma. They had their chances, but I don't think that Oklahoma would lose to teams like Wyoming, Notre Dame, and Michigan. Michigan kind of has the same resume as Oklahoma, and they put them in there. Explain that. Yeah, I, I think overall the committee, like, they they were pretty decent but yeah i think i think near the bottom it was it was interesting and there were a, a few specific seating choices that were questionable and now i know that we're going to talk about our bracket picks uh so you don't have to tell me which round you have each team going in that's not super important we'll get to that but how do you think the big 12 will do what are your expectations for the big 12 in this tournament they have two ones a three uh what a, a five and then, no, they have a, Texas is a six, nine. Iowa State's a nine, and uh, Iowa, State's or, an no, Iowa State's 11, TCU's a nine. nine. So one, one, three, six, nine, nine, or 11. That's what we got. What are your expectations? How many Sweet 16 teams, how many Elite Eight teams do you think the Big 12 gets? Uh, I got uh, I got two Sweet 16 teams, and I got two Elite Eight teams. Bull. You only have two in the Sweet 16, Nick. I'm not optimistic at all. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think the Big 12 is going to have a hell of a tournament. And I've said that a few times, and it hasn't worked out Get well. Get the but curb count your them, enthusiasm ready. Count them three Big 12 teams to the Sweet 16 and maybe into the Elite Eight. We'll talk in a little bit. Who knows? But no one really thinks Iowa State or TCU will go very far. Texas is a wild card. No one has any confidence in them at all, but they definitely have talent to make a, to make some noise. But obviously, this is going to come down to Kansas or Baylor. The Big 12 has half the one seeds. Therefore, the Big 12 should have a great chance at having the eventual national champion. They won it last year, so no one can really criticize the Big 12. They're, they're, one of their teams won the national title last year. But yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about all that and more. Any other thoughts about the brackets, or are we ready to get down and make our predictions? Now nah, let's get into picks. All right, let's do it. It's our favorite moment of the show. Oh, well, if the air horn would work. It doesn't want to hear our predictions. Let's do this. Uh, we have our bracket in front of us. We are all in the Rock Chalk Blog pool. So the picks you hear on this show are the picks you're going to get. Nicholas, you've been notorious in the past at doing some last-second switcheroos after the podcast comes out. There will be none of that this year. Do we all have a gentleman's agreement that these picks are what we're going with? Yes. All right. You can change all you want when we're discussing it, but once you hit submit at the end, we are there. All right, Landon, why don't you kick us off by telling us who you have advancing. Let's go game by game, but you can run the show. Let's start with the West region because it's in the top left bracket. Cool. You want us to run down the whole thing? Yeah, go for it. I'll let you take the West. Nicholas can take the South. I don't know why I'm calling you Nicholas. I'm feeling sophisticated today. I'll take the Midwest because my favorite coach in the whole wide world Damn it, Bill. is uh, the leader there. And then we'll fight over the East. Perfect. Uh, all right, starting off, Gonzaga, Georgia State. I assume we are all on Gonzaga to go on there. Scariest 16 seed. I'm not kidding. Georgia State should have been like a 14. But yes, as funny as that'd be, Gonzaga... I, I know that you never heard this joke before. Gonzaga's been practicing for this moment all year. Because all season they've been playing 16 seeds. 8-9 uh, matchup between two mid-majors, Boise State and Memphis. I have the Tigers. Nick, what do you think? Interesting. I have the Tigers as well. See, I think that Boise State's the play here. Memphis turns the ball over so much. Boise State's more experienced. Penny Hardaway's Tigers team is obviously a lot younger. They're playing better right now, but Boise State's a 27-win team from a mid-major conference. I think they're the play in a 50-50 game. I'll take the experience and the more trustworthy team here. Uh, who you got in, a, in the first of the 5-12s? UConn, New Mexico State. Any of us taking the upset? I'm on the Huskies. Tell me why. I want you guys to tell me why you're confident in UConn here. They always play well in the tournament. I didn't say I was confident, but they're not losing New Mexico State. I think they are. I'm going to take the Aggies here to get the win. Yeah, I am too. I'm going with that as well. Like, UConn is always kind of a scary team to bet against in March, but they really just didn't seem like... I mean, they got the... They got the narrow win over Villanova down the stretch of the year, but New Mexico State has obviously been a team that's made some noise in the past. Uh, they have Teddy Allen, who's averaging almost 20 points a game in that conference. Was I believe he ended up winning their conference Player of the Year award. What conference are they in? Are they in the WAC? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're they're in the WAC. Yes. Uh, and they're they they've been giant killers before. So I will take an upset here. New Mexico State takes down UConn. Another scary one uh, for a lot of people, uh, four-seed Arkansas, 13-seed Vermont. I got the Razorbacks. Here's my upset pick. I'm going to take 13-seed Vermont. Interesting. Okay. See, I thought about this. It feels like every year Vermont is a 13-seed. They're a sexy upset pick. And Landon, they never get it done. When have they ever won one of these games? Yeah, it doesn't feel like they've gotten one of these. Uh, and I think Arkansas has too much uh, star power to, to lose this one. Yeah, Arkansas's got the best player on the floor. Vermont, albeit a very impressive showing in the win over UMBC to win their conference championship. But I've seen this story a few too many times. I think Arkansas is actually quite good. I think they're a little under-seeded relative to their talent. I will take them to get past the Catamounts. Future head coach of the Jayhawks, hopefully. Nate Oates led Alabama will play the winner of play-in Rutgers or Notre Dame in the 6-11. I like Nate Oates. I, 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 Alabama is the most volatile team in the tournament. 
Like yes, we obviously know this this team could go a long way or they could totally flame out here and absolutely nobody would be surprised. In the end, I'm going to trust the uh, Alabama that I've seen in the last few weeks to not get it done. I think Rutgers the one that lost wins to, the— I was going to say the one that lost to Vandy. Yep, not trusting it. They shoot a lot of threes. Rutgers defensively is pretty good. I think they're going to get past Notre Dame in the play-in game. We always see a play-in team advance. I like Rutgers to get past Alabama in the 11-over-6 upset. I have the Crimson Tide. Comfortably? No. No, not comfortably, but I do have them. All right, next. Uh, we got Texas Tech and Montana State in the three versus 14. I'm on the Red Raiders. I assume we're probably all on Texas Tech. Yep. Yeah, they don't lose him. Yep, and then good matchup for them. In the 7-10, we got Michigan State and Davidson. Davidson narrowly loses the A-10 final, uh, but they do make it in as an at-large bid. I'm going with the Wildcats. I am too. I love Davidson in this game. Michigan State's nothing special this year. Davidson's won a lot of games. They're experienced. They're battle-tested. They're actually... For a, for a mid-major against a Power 5 team in the first round of the tournament, the point spread's a lot closer. Uh, and Michigan State's just 4-8 and eight against ranked teams. Davidson's ranked. Let's let's see what they got. I think that Davidson wins. I'm on Michigan State. I think they're arguably the second most volatile team in this tournament. Their high end is really, really good, and I think they, uh, they, they usually play well in March under Izzo, so I'm going to take Michigan State to get that win. And then wrapping up the first round of the West, we got Duke. And Cal State Fullerton in the 215. I hate to do it, but I'm on Coach K. Yep. Uh, speaking uh, of wish... Coach K, you know how we always make jokes that he looks like a rat? Guess what his wife's name is? What would it be? It is Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> you literally can't make it up. And she kind of looks like a rat, too. So, oh, you, know. you don't need to be mean there about her. Oh, screw her. She married Coach K. Screw them all. Screw all the Krzyzewskis. Screw the grandkids. I saw them all out there in the in Coach K's last ride. They all walked off losers. Makes me happy. All right, now, Nicholas, why don't you take the controls, take the stick from Landon, and now we'll go through the south region. Let's do all of our first-round picks here. Yeah, um, in the first game, uh, we have Arizona, and then the Arizona will play the winner of Wright State and Bryant uh, University. Uh, Landon and Ryan, I'm assuming we're all going to be going with the Wildcats in the first yep. round. Even though Landon yeah. did say that Bryant is the best uh, 16 seed. Bryant is the scariest because they have the nation's leading score. Superstars in March are hard to bet against, but, I mean, it's it's still 16 seed. He can score 60 points, and they're going to lose 90 to 65. Yeah, that feels about right. Here's a Big 12 team. Uh, they will be facing number nine TCU, the Big 12 team, the Horn Frogs, in the eight nine slot. The A is the nine seed. They will be facing number eight Seton Hall out of the Big East. Um, who are we taking in this one? I'm gonna take TCU. I think the Horn Frogs, with their dominance on the offensive glass, give enough problems to a Seton Hall team that just hasn't gotten it all together this year. I picked against UConn. I'm now picking against Seton Hall. I think the Big East has a pretty strong top five seeds in this thing, but I don't think that the matchups fell in their favor. Horn Frogs get their first NCAA tournament win under Jamie Dixon. Agreed. Yeah, I think the Horn Frogs get one at least. I like the Pirates. I think that they score the ball slightly better than TCU, and I think that's going to be cause some issues. Um, Something else and... I'd be concerned about if I bet on TCU is TCU's played so many games to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Seton Hall a little bit more rested because they didn't play a full slate in the season. Could be into uh, your your favor, Nick. Um, in the five twelve, Jesse Newell's favorite team probably thinks they're <laughs> underseeded. Houston is the five seed. They'll be placing the. Number 12 seed, uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham Blazers. Uh, I'm assuming we're all taking Houston in this one, too. Both these teams yeah. have the same number of wins against top 25 teams this year. Mm. UAB has the top 25 win? Nope, they're both 0 and well, Houston's Oh, wow, Houston doesn't have one. Okay. Houston hasn't won one. Yeah, Houston is underseeded. They are. They shouldn't be a 5 seed. Their, their metrics are way better than that. They should win this game. And then in the 413, this is a sexy upset pick according to some people. And number four, Illinois, the Illini were dipped earlier in the tournament or early in the tournament last year. Um, will it be the same result against the 13th seed fighting Silvio de Sosa's in the Chattanooga mocks? Uh, quite literally, a fighting Silvio de Sosa. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take Illinois here. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, I think that the I think that this whole thing has been blown a little bit out of proportion with Chattanooga over Illinois. I might be wrong, but Illinois has got Kofi Coburn. Chattanooga does not have Kofi Coburn, and I still think the Illini are a top fifteen team whenever it's all going well. That one weird loss to Indiana that shouldn't have everybody completely turned away from them. I like Illinois to get past uh, Chattanooga pretty easily. I am also taking the uh, Fighting Illini. Uh, and this one, an interesting one, Colorado State getting the sixth seed in the South, uh, who is facing off against the Michigan team, who probably shouldn't have made the NCAA tournament, who got an 11 seed with a 17 and 14 record. Um, Landon, are you taking your home state of Michigan, or are you going with the uh, Colorado State Rams? I actually am going to go with the Michigan Wolverines here. I don't think they should be in the field, but they're here, and I will take them. Uh, Colorado State, they're a good team, but I think Michigan, if they can play to their talent level, will win. See, I think that Colorado State's going to get this win. Michigan is a three-point Vegas favorite. This is the first game of the day on Thursday, so it's, you're going to see it right out of the shoot. But how is everybody so freaked out about San Diego State when Colorado State, who beat them and won that conference, isn't even capable of getting past Michigan? That doesn't make any sense. Colorado State lost just five times this year, and I think that Michigan, their sticker syndrome, is what's scaring people way more than the actual team. They play excellent defense. They've played very well against top 25 teams in the last few tournaments that they've played, and this is a team that's only lost one, or they've only lost twice since the beginning of February. Michigan's lost a lot more than that. Give me the Rams. I am also going with Colorado State. I think this is a good team, and uh, I think Michigan's bad, and they should end their uh, tournament hopes in the first round. Um, yep. And then here's a team that uh, Ryan thinks is un- underseeded. Uh, number three, Tennessee. Uh, the Vols are playing Longwood, which is somehow a Division One school. Um, uh, Nick that's the 14 seed. <laughs> Longwood is an underseeded team. They've lost one game since Christmas. They've gone from seven and five to 26 and six. And they blew through their conference tournament, just destroyed the... the Everybody thought it'd be Winthrop that would get to the NCAA tournament, and uh, Longwood beat them by 21 points. I think I that Longwood... I would beat Longwood hate... by 33. What? I would beat Longwood by 33. So you're not confident in, in Longwood. Uh, I think that they'll play Tennessee close, because I don't think the Vols are pull away from you good right out of the shoot, but I do think that Tennessee will have enough to make the wood short. <laughs> also give me Tennessee, yeah. Longwood is me watching Remy Martin. Um, the 7 <laughs> and the 10 seeds in the south, Ohio State um, at the 7 seed. And number 10, Loyola Chicago, the Ramblers. Are they going to make another miraculous run with uh, Valentine, Bobby Valentine as their coach? Bobby Valentine was a manager for the Boston Red Sox. I think you're thinking of Drew Valentine. Drew Valentine, sorry. Uh, as much as I'd love to take the Ramblers, I am a fan. Unlike Ryan, I am going to take the Buckeyes. Interesting. This is a pick in Vegas. I assume that you're just going with how one team has EJ Liddell and the other doesn't. Yeah, that's mostly it. Ohio State's talent level is higher. I'm going with Loyola. I think that this this just feels like... A, if they feel like the better team, in all honesty. They have played very well recently. Ohio State has not. Ohio State has 3-5 and five in their last eight games. Not a team I'm confident going in against a team that you know they've been here before. It feels weird to talk about Loyola being the more experienced and seasoned March team in this matchup, but they are. I think the Ramblers win, and I'm not sure it's particularly close. Nick, what do you think? I am in sync with Ryan right now. I'm going to go with Loyola Chicago. All right. And then what about the uh, 215 matchup? Our our friends, uh, Villanova just hit another three, by the way. Um, (laughs) And the 15 seed Delaware Blue Hens, which is a sick mascot. Um, are we all in on Villanova and Colin Gillespie? Yeah. Yes. Yes, even though if you're looking for a dart, if you're looking for a dart, you want to pick a two or a one to go down. Vegas says that this is the most likely of the upsets. Villanova, a 15-point favorite. That's the least of any of the ones and the twos. And Delaware likes to slow the game down. We just saw Villanova get roped into the mud against Creighton. But ultimately, I'm not betting against Jay Wright in the NCAA tournament. All right, let's move on to the Midwest, which is Kansas's region now. Um, I assume that we all want the Jayhawks to get past their 16 seed, even though there will definitely be people who complain about Kansas having to play a Texas school in Texas. Yeah. I think I like Texas Southern in this one. 
Just kidding. <laughs> if Texas Southern beats Kansas, then we all have to cut our penises off. <laughs> Not agreeing to that. Technically, if you're isn't that already happened? Oh my gosh, boy, we just I know. I, now. Now I just now I just realized I went from a simple beat being able to fix this. To I don't know what I have to beat now. Right, and you know this is the point. Everybody, everybody was excited to hear our Kansas segment, and now we just hit them with that right out of the shoot. All right, now let's talk about what's probably the most talked about game for KU fans this weekend, and that's going to be the 8-9 game. San Diego State and Creighton will do battle right before Kansas and their 16th seed. Who wins to play the Jayhawks in round two? I think it's going to be Creighton. I think San Diego State, they are a good team. Uh, I think it's going to be Creighton just to make us sweat. I also figured out of all the talk of Creighton, I have to pick them at least once. I want it to be the Aztecs, but it's going to be Creighton, I believe, and I think Creighton's going to shoot all their lights out like I previewed earlier in the round of 64, and I think they're going to fall flat on their face against Kansas. Wah, nah, nah, nah. Yep, here, get the <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm music going again. But uh, I think it's going to be Creighton to face Kansas in the round of 32. I said this on the last podcast we did, but if you want, if you think that Kansas played well against Texas Tech and you wouldn't fear another matchup with them, then you should be totally okay with San Diego State. Because the Aztecs are a fantastic defensive team. We obviously all know that. They are the number two team in the country in Ken Palm defensive efficiency, whereas Texas Tech is one. So a pretty accurate comparison. San Diego State also has Matt Bradley, who is a very athletic 6'4 hybrid who will throw in 17 points a game and he'll make about 42% of his threes. But other than that, they don't have much on offense. Creighton will probably try to speed Kansas up and play as fast as they can but they're more flaky from three-point range, and they don't defend nearly as well. It truly is a pick-your-poison. I think Kansas should be able to handle either, but I will take San Diego State to get past Creighton in a battle of styles. I think they will frustrate the Blue Jays, who already are not coming in super hot with how they shot the ball against Villanova, and I think their defense is going to battle Creighton and, and, and really frustrate them. I don't think they'll shoot well from three, and I think San Diego State gets enough from their stud. Give me the Aztecs. Next game, number five, Iowa, and number 12, Richmond. Everybody's already penciled Iowa into the final four, so I'm assuming that we're just going to go ahead and pick them and move right along. Yeah, future yeah, national champion, Cyclones. Yep. And then this is interesting. Providence, despite being a four seed, is just a two-point favorite against number 13, San Diego State. South is this Dakota too State. easy? San Diego is State this too easy? South Dakota State. Did I say San Diego? Well, too many. Yes. There's two SDSUs in the same bracket. Uh, yes, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, the team that beat Montel Cozart and the Jayhawks in the football field a few yeah. years ago. Um, is this too easy of an upset to see coming? Yeah, and I think it's going to happen. Yep. I got South Dakota State as well. Yep, I do too. Just feels right. Wow. Providence, that, that, this is a Providence team that we've said they're due to lose – a game like this, they've been battling the close game yips all year, and I think this is where it burns them. I agree. Jackrabbits, move on. In the Midwest, number six, LS, or, boy, just a great sentence there. We're already in the Midwest, and then I almost said LSU, which is not how you say that. Number six, LSU against number 11, ISU. We have the Cyclones making an appearance here. Uh, do, you, do we all have three votes on the Tigers to knock the Cyclones out? But this is the yes. who could crap their season away in the mid-stretch more bowl. Uh, yep. LSU, though. Yep, agreed. And number three, Wisconsin taking on number 14, Colgate. Bitter rival for Tennessee and Arkansas, not the Colgate school, just toothpaste. Uh, <laughs> what do we think happens in this game? Although Colgate almost did beat Arkansas last year in the tournament. Yeah, they, they were great for like 10 minutes. Uh, Wisconsin. That's Ryan. Um, I'm going to go with Wisconsin <laughs> as well. <laughs> um yes i agree i almost picked colgate like i think that they're i mean no one seems to be on wisconsin i don't get it i think wisconsin's pretty good i i'm not doing the colgate again um number seven usc and number 10 miami the last time usc was in kansas's region it worked out great for the jayhawks do they get past round one here i think they do yes I disagree. I think the Hurricanes and the Fighting Chuck Morris take them down. USC hasn't beaten anyone of note this year. And number two, Auburn. We all expect them to beat Jacksonville State in the 2v15 game. Yes. Correct. All right, Landon. Why don't you take the East back, and then we'll figure it all out after that. Works for me. Uh, number one, Baylor. They're taking on Norfolk State. Has Norfolk State ever beaten a notable Big 12 school before? Oh, 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 oh. 
Uh, do we think they do it again? I don't. We are Mizzou. We are Mizzou. Baylor. <laughs> yes, but I don't like the Bears. Tough 8-9 matchup for the Bears. Number 8, North Carolina. Number 9, Marquette. I am on the Tar Heels. So am I. Not picking you, Shaka. Never. Tar Heels. Number 5, St. Mary's. I think a overseeded team. Not bad, but overseeded. Play the winner of Wyoming and Indiana in the 5-12. I'm going with St. Mary's. I will go with Indiana. I think they win their playing game. And I, I've, for what I've said about the WCC all year, I can't actually trust it to do anything in March. Give me the Hoosiers. And I actually think Wyoming could take down uh, St. Mary's too. I'm going to take Indiana as well there. Uh, but I agree with Wyoming. Indiana should well. not have been a play-in team. No, they, they're a decent amount better than a 12. Uh, in the 413, we've got UCLA and Akron. Anyone want to take the MAC attack? Nope. Yeah, me either. I don't think UCLA is very good. At least I don't think they. I don't think they're as good as their preseason expectations uh, said. But they should be able to get past Akron. Hashtag just a kid from Akron. And then in what is probably a very sexy upset pick, number six Texas and number eleven Virginia Tech. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the Hokies. Hmm. I have the Hokies penciled in, but I'm kind of tempted because Chris Beard is pretty good in March. To think Texas gets off the schneid in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, hmm, Chris Beard sucks. In. He had one I'm go with run. Virginia Tech. Yeah, this this doesn't even feel like an upset. I think Virginia Tech's better than Texas. Texas is overseeded. They're limping into the tournament. I if they may win this game, and if they do, squeak it out. Great. But I saw enough offense from Virginia Tech the other night to think I'm not sure Texas can match that. Hokies. In the 314, we got Purdue and Yale. I'm going to take the Boilermakers to roll here. Yes. Yeah, the nerds of the Ivy League aren't used to seeing people like Jade and Ivy on the same floor as they are. Give me the give me the Boilermakers big. And then number seven, Murray State versus a team that absolutely should be a two seed in the NIT, San Francisco. Murray State big. Yep. yep. Racers. And then rounding out the East, we got number two, Kentucky, against number 15, St. Peter's, the Peacocks. I love it. Kentucky Saint, wins. St. Peter's. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, Didn't Daniel what? Cunningham have something to say about uh, John Calipari's C-O-C-E-K? Uh-oh. Whoa. Whoa. You could have just said John Calipari's St. Peter's, and it would have worked. But, yes, Peacock. he absolutely <laughs> did. I believe that what he, what he said about it on the show was this. Cal sucks whale penis. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Which... Josh then Googled, do whales have penises? And we found out, yes. Yes, yes they do. They're mammals. Maybe, yes. Maybe that's our punishment. If uh, we won't cut off our own, we'll have to go cut off a whales. I'm sure that'd go fun. <laughs> uh, what state is St. Peter's University in? Pennsylvania? Or is it New York? I think it's New York. I was saying, I think New York. I Aren't almost said, Ithaca? if you pick it right, I will pick them to win. And you guys were barely wrong. It is New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Same All right, thing. tell me, tell me this: Who founded Saint Peter's University? Uh, Saint Peter, the Peter. Apostle, obviously. Uh, it was founded by the Society of Jesus. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> That's what Wikipedia says. All right, so we all have now our round of thirty-two. Uh, let's continue to work our way through. Let's do two games at a time here: Gonzaga over Boise State, Arkansas over New Mexico State. What say you? I have Gonzaga over Memphis and Arkansas over New Mexico State. I have Gonzaga over Memphis and Vermont over UConn. Ooh, wow. Vermont catamounts to the Sweet 16. Look at you. That would fall right into Gonzaga's lap. I like it. Bottom of the bracket, number three, Texas Tech over Rutgers. And how about this? Number 10, Davidson is the team to take down Coach Ratface and end the career of Mike Krzyzewski. Give me the experience of Davidson over the youth of Duke. Wildcats pull off a shocker. I have number six, Alabama, over Texas Tech, and I Ooh. have Michigan State taking down Duke as well. Ah, look at wow. you guys. I have number three, Texas Tech, and number two, Duke, so I'm chalk for the bottom part of the bracket. But chalk boy. Right. Yeah. Big chalk boy. All right, and then my Elite Eight. Let's just go ahead and finish the region. My Elite Eight in the West is Gonzaga over Texas Tech. It's boring, but I think the Zags are the best team in the field. I think they get to New Orleans. My Elite Eight is Arkansas over Michigan State. 
Wow! Landon, I love the aggressiveness! Yeah, I think Gonzaga's going down in the Sweet 16 to JD, Note, and the Hogs. I like it. I uh, Gonzaga is going to beat Vermont in the Sweet 16, and Texas Tech is going to beat Duke and in Coach Krzyzewski's uh, illustrious career at Duke University. Um, and then Gonzaga will beat Texas Tech in the Elite Eight to get to their Final Four again. Very, very nice. All right, let's go across the pond here, across the grid. Uh, I have Arizona in the second round beating Jamie Dixon's Horn Frogs. And then I will have them playing Houston. I think the Cougars upset Illinois. I'm going to throw Houston a bone and believe all the metric stuff. I'm not going to believe Ken Palm very much if they let me down, but they're ranked number five in Ken Palm. Surely they should be able to get to the Sweet 16, right? Cougars and Wildcats meet in the Sweet 16. I have Arizona over TCU and Illinois over Houston. I uh, have Arizona over Seton Hall and Illinois over Houston. And then in the bottom half, I have Tennessee beating Colorado State and Villanova beating Loyola Chicago, a 3-2 chalk matchup. I have Tennessee beating Michigan, and I have Ohio State beating Villanova for a 3-7 in the Sweet 16. I have the same as Ryan. 3-2, Tennessee, Villanova in the Elite Eight, or Sweet 16. And then I will have Arizona and Tennessee playing in the Elite Eight with the Tennessee Volunteers going to the Final Four. I think they're underseeded. I think they're dangerous. They're experienced. Feels like watching Tennessee. I recognize these names for years. They've been there a long time. They take down Villanova and they take down Arizona in back-to-back games. Wildcat killers indeed. Vols to the Final Four. I have Arizona and Ohio State taking on each other in the Elite Eight. Ohio State taking down Tennessee and Villanova in back-to-back games, but I have Arizona representing the South in the Final Four. I have Arizona over number three to see Tennessee to get to the Final Four. Wow, Nick and I have the exact same Elite Eight matchups on the top with one different winner. Landon, you're going with two sevens in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I am. Uh, Going big. Going to be fun. All right. Midwest region. I have Kansas making their way past San Diego State in a game that should be easier than people think. And then how about this? The Iowa matchup? Nah, it ain't going to happen. Because South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, take down Iowa and finally show the Hawkeyes what happens when you don't play defense. Give me that upset. I'm going to take Kansas over Creighton, and I am going to take Iowa over South Dakota State. I am on the same page as Landon. And then Wisconsin beats LSU for me, and Auburn takes down Miami. Give me a boring 3-2 chalk in the bottom. I have Wisconsin over LSU, and my third seven seed over two of the day, I have USC over Auburn. I I have a combination, a hybrid of both of you. I have Wisconsin and Auburn, the 3-2 matchup in the Sweet 16, uh, with Wisconsin beating LSU and Auburn beating USC. All right, and then in the Elite Eight there, I will take a chalk 1v2 Elite Eight game, and with the Curb Your Enthusiasm music (laughs) in the background, after all year saying that I wouldn't do it, I just like their path too much. Kansas goes to the Final Four and takes down Auburn. Book it. Guarantee it. Sharpie. Um, Yep. I have Kansas over Iowa in the uh, Sweet 16. I have Wisconsin beating USC, and I have Kansas over wisconsin uh ryan we're starring in an episode together let's see if nick joins us uh kansas in the final four baby can i just get the crash sound please oh okay on it auburn advances over kansas to get to the final four. Oh no darn it that was so close hey hey if you remember correctly i got harassed to change my pick one of my one seeds, I had Kansas in the final four, and one of you losers told me to change it to a two seed. <laughs> so I changed it to Auburn. So that's your fault for not having well, that perfect pair. Well, don't you get peer pressured, sir. Don't you know that kids that get peer pressured end up doing very dumb things? Don't peer pressure. Uh, they'll let us peer pressure you. We're just the bullies in the lunchroom. Push us back. Speaking of bullies, how about a Baylor-North Carolina second-round game in the East region here? Uh, I take I, th- I really thought about this one. I want to take North Carolina to get past Baylor just because I think Baylor, at some point, their run's going to end. You know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. I need a ballsy pick here. Over, I will take North Carolina to take down Baylor, and I will take UCLA to beat Indiana. I have Baylor over North Carolina, and I have Indiana over UCLA. I like it. I have uh, Baylor over North Carolina and uh, UCLA over St. Mary's. Um, yeah. So Baylor, UCLA. The, 
Then in the bottom, I have my third three versus two matchup here. I just think the difference between the low threes and everyone else is big. Purdue beats Virginia Tech and you and I almost said United Kingdom again. Kentucky beats Murray State in a very entertaining game. That should be. I have Purdue and I have my only two seed advancing to the Sweet 16 in Kentucky. I have Ryan and I must have like the same Elite Eight matchups or Sweet 16 because I have Baylor and UCLA playing and Purdue and Kentucky playing in the lower bracket. I have UCLA beating North Carolina, not Baylor, and then ultimately Sorry. losing to the Kentucky Wildcats, who go to the Final Four by beating UCLA. I have Baylor and Kentucky playing in the Elite Eight, and I have the Kentucky Wildcats getting to the Final Four. We're all on Kentucky getting to the Final Four. I have Kentucky over number four seed UCLA to get to the Final Four. Which means incoming second round loss. So my final four, Gonzaga, Tennessee, Kansas, Kentucky. Uh, my final four is Arkansas, Kentucky, Arizona, Kansas. My final four, Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky, and Auburn. All right. So we none of us have more than two shared final four teams. What is your national championship game matchup? I have Kentucky, Kansas. Kentucky, Arizona. God, Landon, I have the same freaking thing. Kentucky and Kansas in the finals. Who wins? I got Big Blue. I got Kentucky 82-78 for another championship over the Jayhawks. Ryan, you're supposed to answer. I do too. Darn it, Landon. Kentucky (laughs) over Kansas 79-73. I can't believe I'm predicting Kansas to go all that way. Oh, I also have Kentucky in my national championship against Arizona, but I have the uh, latter Wildcats take. You have Arizona crown. winning again? You picked Arizona to win again. <laughs> I'm he redeeming did. myself. You said you would never do that again after the <laughs> Buffalo game happened. Now they're going to get Bryanted. I have never in my life seen Nick matter than he was when <laughs> freaking Buffalo, Buffalo. Arizona. And they they ran him out of the freaking gym. Like it wasn't the game close, wasn't close. And that team had DeAndre Ayton. Yep, that was the was that the end of Sweaty Sean Miller? I think so. Uh he it was it was in all effect it was the end. I don't like how we all have Kentucky going deep. Guys, Kentucky's gonna lose to Murray State. <laughs> they can't play defense, I'll give you that. That does feel like a problem yeah. at some point. I went with Kentucky. I think they have the best player in college basketball. I think they and have the best overall roster. Uh, yeah, which means, yeah. And it's in New Orleans, Kentucky, Kansas. In the yeah, Final tell me when that sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, look at us. Look at us all making picks. So the cumulative number of my Final Four is a seven. That's added up all the seeds together. What are you guys at? I have an eight. Six. What's your total uh, Elite Eight? And now I'm real curious because Lena has a bunch of sevens. Add up your Elite Eight numbers. I am at 17. Uh, I am at 26. Wow. 17. Okay, so Nick and I really are the same. We have the, the same We have the same Elite Eight, I think. Uh, how many of these Elite no. Eight teams do you have? Gonzaga, Arizona, Texas Tech, Tennessee, Kansas, Auburn, Kentucky, UCLA. All of them. Oh, okay. That can, we have to change something here. You have to change one, and I have to change one. We can't have the same bracket. Lena, what do you think? Moderate this. Eh, I, you guys have different champions. I think if it was the same throughout the rest of it, I would say, yeah, change one. But no, I think I think here, you guys are good. Here, I'll change it up. I'll put Villanova in the uh, Elite Eight versus Arizona. All right, all right. That's That, that changes it a little bit. I, I really don't like Baylor over or North Carolina over Baylor. That's just not a smart pick. And UCLA to the freaking Elite Eight, gosh. But you got to take some risk. Am I right? Just like Bill had to take some risk playing Remy Martin, we got to take some you risk. You could just picking. see his stomach just churning as he has to trust <laughs> Remy for 26 minutes. And it ended up working out, which means it's going to be all the more maddening when Remy sits on the bench for the first eight minutes of the uh, Sweet 16 game where Iowa is firebombing in threes. Mm-hmm. Well, look at us. I don't know if we have anything else to do. That was the bracket show. A solid hour of just talking brackets. What could be more fun? Having Kansas lose to Creighton sounds like a lot of fun. All right. If you ask for it. 
One more time for good measure, you know? Gotta get it in. There's plenty of time in here for whenever we inevitably have minutes and minutes of drops of us screaming that get spawned <laughs> as a result of that game. Correct. So we have Kansas all going to the final. No, Nick has Auburn in the final four. And Landon and I think they make the championship game. D-U-M-B. Dumb. We're dumb. <laughs> but hopeful. We're hopeful and dumb. I didn't want to pick Kansas to the final four, but at the same time, I think their path is really good. I think they have a good chance. I really do. Really good chance. And Tennessee's stupid, too. Why did I pick Tennessee? Tennessee Rick Barnes sucks so <laughs> many eggs. <laughs> they're good, though. Like, they're a good team, and they're playing well. Well, I I don't have confidence. But I do have a podcast. This is Inside the Paint on Rock Chalk Blog. I'm Ryan Landreth. I'm Landon Fields. And I'm Nick Wipert. We will be back at the end of the day on Friday where we will recap all these games and probably already have lit our brackets on fire. But remember, if you haven't yet joined, twitter.com slash rockchalkblog. Click the pinned tweet. Join the rockchalkblog bracket challenge pool on ESPN.com. It's going to be a fun week of basketball. Uh, Landon, are you excited to have the, the week off work to, to go watch all the games up to your to your heart's content? I wish. <laughs> Nick has spring break this week. I asked off because, of course, and you missed it. Well, at least on Friday, I'll probably get to watch uh, more. And then uh, Kansas plays the latest tip they possibly could have had on Thursday, which is great. It's a 16 seed. You shouldn't need to be glued to your TV for that one. If you do, something's wrong. But I, 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 I get your point. All right. Uh, hopefully you do better than us in bracket pool because we all bet on the Kentucky Wildcats, basically. Ugh. I kind of like play Kentucky this year. I got I kind of root for them this year. It's weird. I know it's gross, but I did. Uh, uh do, do you feel confident that they'll make the Final Four? Kind of. <laughs> I just need that. I need that song on and like repeat in my head because there's so many life moments. It's applicable. And when Jaden Ivey's reigning in threes and scoring 27 points, I'll still be saying that, like, but they could come back. They could do it. And Bill, Bill will be like, Dewan, I need you to guard him better. And he's like, but coach, he's got 27 points and I have two. And Remy's <laughs> just draped in towels. Remy will be have more towels on his head than Dewan will have points. Remy will, will be wrapped like a mummy by Chris Tehan <laughs> on the bench before he plays 10 minutes in that game. And Kansas will lose 97 to 68, and we will get to hear Ask RCB. Um, why did the defense suck so bad? Bait on it now. Are you guys excited for Kansas to lose to, to San Diego State 56-54 and get Ask RCBs about why the offense wasn't the problem? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> All right. Everybody say bye. Bye. Bye, our hopes and dreams. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.